We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings Week 11 Recap, Week 12, Guess the Lines, and everything in between the biggest stories and probably the biggest one of the day, the P-A-T-S, Pats, Pats, Pats. Jets looking good out there, Tim. Gary and Thorne's on the line, too, in case you were wondering. You Hello. Me, if you had told me the Patriots are going to score 10 points today, uh, I would have bet anything that they the Jets were going to win the game. But you told oh, me the Patriots Devontae were going to score Adams. You told me the Jets were going to uh, Patriots were going to score 10 points. Zach was going to have zero turnovers. I would have I I couldn't have imagined they lost the game. What a performance. Oh my goodness. Gary, and I don't care how many uh, many more points that Vegas scores here. I just really need Cincinnati to kick a field goal and then Pittsburgh to tie the game up so I can win my biggest bet of the week here with Pittsburgh. Well, I will tell you uh uh, Las Vegas scored the maximum amount of allowable points, six. Uh, I think it was like a Devontae Adams 40-yard touchdown or something. Oh, yeah, so they, so yeah, they, they won in overtime. Yeah, that game's over. All right, 22-16. That's Finn. I'm going to say that when they took Dallas off America's Game of the Week, that game, <laughs> it's 40-3 to as we're currently talking. But this other one, the Bengals are charging down the field right now. But either way, how did what, did you watch much of the uh, Patriots and Jets game? Because it was not a nail-biter. It was just really sad. I watched every snap of that game um actually if you'll allow me 
I need 90 seconds here. I wrote down notes for the game. <laughs> okay. Um, now, these I, I, I want to make this clear. This wasn't an attack on the Jets. I hate both teams equally, and they were equally sad. But here are my notes. Power outage. <laughs> wow, this game looks a lot like a high school broadcast. I would actually say, Pat, remember when we used to call like U of T games? Even we had three camera shots. Well, it, I it, we could we didn't know what was going on. We tuned into we had all the games on, and our friend came over, who's a Pats fan, to watch the game with Tim and I. And so we put that game on the main screen. We turned it on. It's like, why is the pregame still going on? What is happening here? Mm -hmm. And then they cut to it, and it seemed like our show from like three weeks ago when none of our cameras worked and we had to use the yeah. webcam. It's like I, I thought we were watching this in 4K. What the fuck is happening here? I was so excited when they lined up to punt and I realized what was happening. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to have the one camera track the punt and he's got to find it. Incredible stuff. Okay, so game notes. Uh, fumble to fumble play, which will actually, no fumble actually occurred here. Uh, but Sauce Gardner, really good player, forces an, an incomplete pass, but it looks like it's a fumble. He picks it up, runs it almost to the end zone, then almost fumbles himself. And the Patriots recover that fumble, which could have just been amazing stuff. Uh, the Janu Smith fumble, where Air tackled him and he fumbled the ball, which then they they he recovered it somehow and led to a real sad field goal where the Patriots had fourth and half an inch from the five yard line, and Bill Pelichick was like, "Nah, I need these three points." Uh, we then have. Zach Wilson's first completion of the game, that takes place two minutes into the second quarter. Uh, we have Zach Wilson's best throw of the game, a 34-yard completion to Denzel Mims, where he just throws a pop fly, and Mims gets under it somehow. The highest back shoulder fade I've ever seen in my life. Uh, okay, then, Patriots line up for a field goal. Nick Folk gets a graphic uh, illustrating he's never missed a kick against the Jets. <laughs> Proceeds to miss a kick against the Jets. He would also miss his next kick in this game. Uh, Zach, to end the first half, throws a ball directly at McCourty's sternum, and he drops it somehow. So to interject on that one, and if people haven't noticed, we got fucking Marty McFly over here. Hello, McFly! How you doing over there? I'm sad. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sad. Like, why, it, why aren't you trying to bring this down? But Tim had a bet. He had a standard. Zach Wilson doesn't throw an interception mm -hmm. on the first 10 passes of the game. That drop pick was the 10th pass of the game. And he oh. was very upset for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Zach's first pass of the second half, uh, Braxton Berrios is wide open, just like standing there for a little wide receiver screen. There is no pressure on Zach. He sails it 20 yards over Braxton Berrios's head into the sideline. Uh, we then get our first cutaway to Garrett Wilson being frustrated and <laughs> heading to the bench and being maybe mad. And you get that ISO on the receiver where it's like, oh, does he hate the quarterback? Uh, we then have, oh, this is good. Fourth and three for the Patriots. At this point, Mac Jones, who did not play well, but Mac Jones has completed something like 20 consecutive passes. It's fourth and three and they run the ball because neither team trusts their quarterback to do anything. Um, it took, both teams were 0 for 10 on third down conversions to start the second half. Uh, we get a graphic at the 10:50 mark in the fourth quarter that the Jets have six completed passes and seven punts. Yeah, I remember that, that ratio will get worse. 
Uh, we then get a graphic at the four minute mark of the fourth quarter that they have negative 12 passing yards in the second half. Um, we then get drop pick number two uh, by, by Mr. Jones, which then proceed he then proceeds to commit holding on the next play for the Patriots. So he could have ended the game a couple different times, did not do it. Uh, and then I just have New York Jets running clock to finish the game. What are they doing? And uh, yeah, and then there was uh, there was one other thing that happened in that game. But those those were my notes. And you, out of every single week we watch the Jets games, and you're calling for these phantom penalties. Oh, that's roughing the passer. Like Tim, they didn't touch the quarterback. They can't be roughing the passer. You were not on the hook as that was a block in the back on the punt. It was close, but even if it's a block in the back, then it's 10 yards from that spot, and it's a 31-yard field goal to win. So it, it doesn't change things. You're really down on the Jets after this well, game. Well, I'm down on the offensive performance, but I already knew how bad the offense was. I can't believe coming out of a bye, the offense looked that inept. I mean, part of it is Park Avenue messed with us and gave the Patriots the same buy that we got. So we had no advantage coming out of a buy playing a team who had the same buy. But the Patriots just schemed us to death. Our defense played really well, bad but not break. But like Zach tried to throw the game away at the end. He tried to throw the game with the end of the first half. Uh, so we deserve to lose the game. Uh, that was the worst performance that a quarterback has ever had probably without a turnover. I would say you would be hard-pressed to find a quarterback who started a whole game and played worse than that without a turnover. It was a disgusting performance from that team. Uh, couldn't run the ball, couldn't throw the ball, couldn't do anything. Uh, whole, just wholly dispiriting. Now, I want to take offense with one thing Garyan said, which is that he hates the Jets and Patriots equally. That's not true. That is, you, it's that, true. That's that not, is not true. true. That's not true. <laughs> you hate the Patriots I, so much more, as I do. I, I mean, there's a thing where... I the Jets and the Bills kind of fill a very similar space in my heart. Obviously, the Bills are sort of like cycling their way out of this. But yeah, the sort of ineptitude that the Jets tend to bring to the table. I don't like them, but I do feel bad for them. I don't feel bad for the Patriots ever. No, same way. Like, I don't like Buffalo or the Dolphins at all. But I mean, I hate the Patriots a thousand times more. Uh, I mean, you really hate the Dolphins. Yeah. Oh, I don't like the Dolphins. I mean, I want to congratulate you on your AFC East championship. Because I think that's a done Let's deal now. Do I think that's a done deal. I mean, now. look, and I even I even wore all black because I heard there was a funeral today. I'm there was a funeral. There was a funeral for Zach Wilson's future. Oh, Whoa. he okay. should not start any more games. Would you like to, to try to tank the rest of the no. year to get a better? It's too late now. You have six wins. That that's not going to happen. But you can't catch the Texans. There, I guess the Raiders won. The, the Texans are clear by a game and a half. We now. still have six wins. We have very winnable games. Like the Jets. Okay, so let's go. Do have it. bounce back. People so. want to know what the updated Jets record is. <sighs> Bears next week at home. That's a W. Okay, Vi at the Vikings. That's a W. Viking, okay, uh, at the Bills. That's a loss. At home against the Lions. That's a W. Uh, at home against the Jags. That's a W. At the Seahawks. That's a loss. At the Dolphins. That's a W because the Dolphins are resting people, getting ready for their first round bye. So 11 and 6 Six. is the Jets' record. All right, so you're not off the bandwagon. Or wildcard team. They are where they are. Like they're, they're in solo seventh right now. Well, not solo. They're tied with teams. But they're in the seventh spot in the playoffs. I guess that's who they are. I guess we're going to go to like Arrowhead in the first round of the playoffs and lose by a million because we can't score. <laughs> we can't score. Are we were averaging? I think you said two point two inches per play. Two point two inches a play. Like, oh, come on, would, man. 
Tim, what was what was your reaction after that defensive holding call? So I think there's about like 95 seconds left. You have two timeouts, first and 10 from the 25. Reasonably, you need like 40 to 45 yards to get into field goal range on a windy day. And they start running the ball. What are, are you like, let's just run out the clock. Yes. There's a better chance the defense scores. So yes. You were on board with this. I was playing. I, I, I had the same strategy in mind as the Jets at that point. Let's just play until Mac Jones makes a mistake. That's all the Patriots were doing too. They were like, we're not going to try anything crazy. Nope. And we'll just see if Zach Wilson can beat and us. And he did try to. The Patriots wouldn't take it. Uh, and then you talked about it, I think, on your bets bet, bet, best bets show that the discrepancy Steve in special, special teams, teams. <laughs> and it, once again, it rears its ugly head. But like that's not the re- I mean, the Patriots missed two makeable field goals. The Patriots dropped two, dropped picks. two in, in, pick, particularly the last pick. Like we deserve to lose that game. Uh, I am f- very frustrated. But this team bounce has bounced back after every single loss with a W. Uh, we're going to be home against the Bears and probably favored. The Bears, like they play well every week and they lose every week. Like they 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 love that. So I expect to bounce back. Uh, but it's dispiriting. Like you, there's a significant, clear ceiling on this team, and that's getting routed in the first round of the playoffs. Like that's the ceiling. Ah, that's the ceiling. It's fine. Well, you've already you made he made two claims. So you mentioned the Sauce Gardner thing, Gary, and um, he referred to Sauce Gardner as the better Deion Sanders as we were watching the games today. I stand by that. <laughs> He's, he's quite good. He's the like, best look. defensive back in football. <laughs> he's, he's, he's quite the, good. He's the best defensive back in football. Oh, so he backed off a best defensive player in football. Now he's the best defensive back He might in be football. the best defensive player in football. He might actually well, be the best. Well, Quinn and Williams player. is the best defensive player. Quinn and Williams played amazingly. That Jets' performance on the defense was so gutsy today and so well taken. They played so marvelously. They shut the Patriots down in all the big spots. They played so great. And you let us down again, Zach. You keep letting us down. Stop doing this to me. I don't deserve this. This is my year. And my defense is making it my year. Stop doing this to me. Stop hitting the table. I can't help it. I'm sorry. I can't Hello, help it. Hello, McFly. I'm sorry. You're ruining everything for us. This is our supposed to be our special year. Not Tua's MVP run. Not Josh Allen's return to some sort of greatness where they won't lose in the playoffs in a heartbreak. This was supposed to be for me. What are you doing to me? You should have beaten the Patriots in both those games. The Patriots played terribly in both of those games. How dare you lose them both? You, How dare you break my heart like that? It's not fair. We deserved to lose both those games, mind you. We deserve those would you losses. Say it's, would you say it's tearing you apart? Yeah. <laughs> it's ripping my heart. I feel like... You are wearing that red dress, Lisa. I feel like that single shot of Ralph when you see his soul leave his body He's in so that sl- Simpsons episode. Slow down and yeah. like freeze frame? I feel right now the way Ralph felt in that moment. Well, when asked, no. I mean, when asked if like you feel like Zach Wilson let you down, but he does not feel like he let the defense down. What kind of answer is that? Just, Apparently, no. in the press conference asked whether he thought he let the defense down. He answered no. What? Have you watched the video, or have you just I, read? I, the... I, I haven't watched the video. He's so indignant when he says it. Oh God, it's it's beautiful. Can, can you give us an impression? No. Oh wow! Like. Like, Jess, he can't, he should not play next week. Give the ball to Mike White. He can play. You know what he won't do? He won't average two inches a play. 
That's what he won't do. Can we just start calling that a Zach Wilson? I know he's banging people's moms, but like, is that the Zach Wilson special, the 2.2? Furious. We deserve to lose. He, offense let us down. We couldn't run the ball today either, to be fair. We could not run the And the, the Patriots ball. lost two O-linemen real early. They just lost two O-linemen. We could not run the football. Uh, but the principal you know, problem here is that the quarterback can't play football. You're doing this to me. You're ruining my special year. You're letting someone like Tua get all the attention. He doesn't deserve it. It should be my team. It's not right. But um, I, I've come to accept this reality. So Pittsburgh decided that if Samaj P. Ryan's going to run on a swing pass out of the backfield, they're just not going to cover it. Did you get another one? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's now 37 to 23. Oh, my for the goodness Bengals. gracious. So at least I won the other two. Great. Bets. The Bengals, the one team that I'm most afraid of in this playoff run because they have the head to head victory against us, uh, they need to start losing games. Uh, this is. Anyway. Okay. Are you crying? No, I'm fine. Crying. I'm not crying. Are there tears? No, no, I'm okay. It's just isn't supposed to be my year. <laughs> no, it's just it's supposed to be my year. And like the defense is taking this from me, and it's not right. I my team hasn't made the playoffs in over ten years. Okay, like give me this. I am, I am earned. I, I have. I am owed this. I'm owed a playoff performance. And then you come off by, and your defense gives up three points on defense. And, the, the, you know, you don't win. You lose 10-3 to three after a bye when you just beat the Bills. Bye-bye. You're done. Get out of here. You're not New York material. You're not USFL material at this point. And then to say you didn't let the defense down. Honest. Oh, my God. Get out of here. Should be cut. Should be cut and have to pay for his own flight home. Do they make a switch? They have to, right? They, they're not going to. They have to make a switch. They're not going to. They're like, six They would and four. be a competitive team with Flacco right now. They, I don't know about Mike White because Mike White might actually be terrible. Flacco is – we saw him. They were scoring 20-plus points with him earlier. I get it. They will never do it. Not this year. Can't be done. Won't be done. Should be done. If they had anybody. Anybody reasonable in the bullpen. But, like, Flacco's 39, and we saw him play this year, and it wasn't very inspiring. It, it was better than this. Better than this. Well, not against the Ravens or the Bengals. They were dead out of the gates with him in those games. Like, they had nothing. Uh, Didn't they score, like, 27 points against the Bengals? They scored, like, I think they scored, they scored 12. 12, and they scored, yeah, they scored 9 against nine, the Ravens. Nine, 30, and 12. Like, so, like, they had the miracle comeback. Yeah, 12 and, would have been good. 12 would have been good. <laughs> they had the miracle comeback against the Browns in between there, and, like, no, like Flacco is not. I, I don't. I can't spend the month of December after having all my hopes up watching a forty-year-old Joe Flacco throw six-yard out passes when we're down by two touchdowns. I can't do that. Okay, I, I, my stomach lining can't handle that. Give Mike White. Sounds the ball. like you need Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> you know what? I mean, at least he, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I'm just. I'm personally offended at that performance today. And not to take responsibility, not to go up there and say, like Josh Allen did when he played poorly, and not a tenth as poorly as Zach's played, to say, team can't win when the quarterback plays like garbage. That's all Zach has to say. Take some responsibility. Oh, my God. What a disaster. Also, why does... I mean, to be fair, he's only 15 years old, so <laughs> yeah, some of these lessons come later in life. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure Sam Darnold just turned 21. The clock's still ticking on him, Gary. As we heard, it's how young know. he is all these years. It's tough later. to know. Like, you just have a ceiling. It's like you can't get any further than a particular spot. 
in a year that was supposed to be my year. Okay, so why does Salah keep challenging the spot of the ball in the first quarter? Ah, uh, he doesn't know what he's He got doing. it today. Yeah, he got lucky with that challenge. He doesn't know how to game manage. He, he knows how to call a great defense, and he's a good motivator. He's marvelous at those two things. But that's the extent of his skills. Like, if he doesn't fire Lombardi, or sorry, uh, not Lombardi, their offensive coordinator is, uh, what's his name? Green Bay's brother. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. No, what's the... Oh, uh, Mike LaFleur. LaFleur. If they don't fire LaFleur... What if they hire LaFleur from Lost? Could, could he get me three inches of play on average? Because if he can do that, you're in. You're in. The bar is set say, real low. Tim, what's what's your next strategy? Because if, if there's a rubric to follow in the NFL right now, when you have a young quarterback who's not meeting expectations, it's go out and sign someone to be his coordinator or head coach from the Shanahan tree. You already have that. So so what what is the move if Salah can't lose his job this offseason? Like what what is your next step that you would like to see? I mean, you have to just completely retrofit that entire offensive coaching staff. You have to bring in Derek Derek Carr is going to be available here. And yes, the Colts will most definitely sign him at some point, but what if that what if that was the Jets option? Derek Carr. Is Derek, that any better? Yes, Derek Carr would probably be like if you could take Derek Carr today for the rest of the season and give him the Jets, they would have a better chance than they do with Wilson. Not much, not a, not a whole lot better, mind you. But like, oh, uh, I would say a much better chance. Well, no, because Carr's got a lot of problems. Uh, you know, I don't know, man. It's just, it's dispiriting, and my heart is is sore. <laughs> my and heart. ah, my heart. It does hurt. It my heart hurts me. That this is happening. Might, that might have been all the Big Macs, pal. No, no. It's like. Bye-bye. Bye-bye to the year in my hopes is basically what it is. Even a first-round playoff. Like, I get no joy out of, like, going into the first round and scoring three points. Oh, come on. You will. I, don't, not, I mean, not look. Much. Not much. Don't. don't Gary, 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 hasn't... No, Gary, don't feel bad for him. You sound like you have that I feel bad for you in your voice. He doesn't feel bad for you when the Dolphins lose. Well, I was just going to say, like, I cheer for a team where they haven't won a playoff game since I was eight years old. And then I, I think they've played four playoff games in that span of time, and they've been outscored something like 130 to 17. And, you know, you still get jazzed up the morning of that playoff game. Like, it's it'll be fine. You'll be so excited as we run around with your Jets hat on. You know, it'll be all right. You were jazzed up for Matt Moore, were you, against the Steelers? I was. Okay. Well, we'll have some Dolphins I, I talk. Froze, I froze my balls off in Buffalo to watch them clinch that playoff spot. That, would be exci- that is more exciting than the game itself. Oh, apparently George Pickens dropped a touchdown. Could have used that. Maybe an onside kick. Can we talk no more about the Jets? They okay, we, we can today. move on. Let's talk about Minnesota, a team who's feeling good right mm. now. Mm. How? I mean, Minnesota just got routed by Dallas. Uh, I think everyone we know won money on that game. Your super lock hit. Mm-hmm. I tailed. Rob was on it. Cam was on it. Jeff was on it. The whole crew was on Dallas this week very heavily. So that's always nice when just – Two minutes into the game, it's like, oh, geez, we're going to win this. This is fantastic. It feels like one of those weeks where everybody has the, the same golfer and he wins. Yeah, it was, it was a nice round of bet. But what do you make? Well, I guess we'll start with Minnesota, Gary. And is this kind of like they – it doesn't even feel like they – because they were underdogs in this game at home against Dallas, coming off beating the Bills, who everyone still kind of thinks them or the Chiefs is the best team in football. They got no credit, but it felt like 
people were like, well, they're, they're sneaky underdogs. I thought I saw, saw them as like a contrarian pick this week. Well, people were like, well, everyone wants to bet Dallas. I'll bet Minnesota. Da, 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 da. Like, is this just a reality check and they're going to be fine? Or is this the kind of loss that derails what you're up to? I, I guess big picture, I just don't know who I exactly have faith in in the NFC. Um, even if they're a flawed team, and they are, um, and you know, at some point, what were they seven and seven and zero in one score games this season? Like, eventually, that regression is going to really hit you. I, I didn't expect it to hit them, you know, in one single week. Um, but you know, Dallas is one of the five best teams in the NFC, so it's it's not like it's a terrible loss when you just look at it from that perspective. But yeah, I I don't know who's actually good in the NFC. Even the Eagles. I mean, that that game they played today was ridiculously underwhelming. Um, and, and, you know, I've been looking a lot at just like the quarterback sort of hierarchy in the NFL right now. And who's the best quarterback in the NFC? Hmm. Like who is the best quarterback? I mean, by the numbers, it's probably Geno Smith <laughs> or it's hurts. Probably. Hurts, yeah. Hurts. By the numbers is probably Brady. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, hurts. It's, it's hurts than Brady than Geno. I would guess right now. I mean, Dak has been... Even Rodgers is like fourth in the NFL in passing yards okay? somehow. I don't know how he's managed make it? That. Yeah, I'm good. You need to have a cigarette or anything? No, no, no. I just... I'm good. Huh? <coughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm fine. He lost his voice during that rant. So, you brought up Philly. I mean, on the road... Funny, as soon as Indy <sighs> kicked that field goal, I, I told them and in the room, it's like, well, Indy's going to lose by one. This is how it's yeah. going to go. You need, a, you need a Coke? Water or something would be nice. Well, we got a lot of water. There's some bush over there. No, I don't want a beer. Oh, oh we got somebody in front of the camera. Yo, Yanny, you pulled it in front of the <laughs> camera. Move. I was going to say, Gary, and I have a little theory. Um, uh, after beating Buffalo, okay, cool. the Vikings scored three points. No worries. The Jets in their next game scored three points. Stealing my bit. The Dolphins did nothing against after their win against Buffalo. Is beating Buffalo just that's an exhausting procedure? You have nothing left to play yeah, isn't that sort of like a NBA type thing where, like, when the Warriors come to town, like when they're still like rolling out Durant and everything after their huge season when they first won the championship, they're like, "Oh, we really want to beat these guys. This is like a championship game for us, where it's just another game for the Warriors." But to you, like, this is, "Oh, if we can knock them off, that's great, because yeah, we're not actually going to win anything. We can just beat them. That's a feather in our cap." Are people feeling that way about the Bills this year? Like, you just peak for the Bills and then you're just like, "Oh, you have a come down for like three days." It's possible. I would say that that Dolphins game specifically, um, you'll remember that that's the, oh my God, it was 120 degrees. That's why the Bills lost game. And I, I believe the Dolphins defense played something like 95 snaps. And then they had to go on a short week, play the Thursday night game in Cincinnati. And then they lost their starting quarterback in the second quarter. So I, I don't really know if if that game in particular is more just a weird set of circumstances in general. But I would definitely say that, yeah, I'm sure teams really try to get up and, and play Buffalo and beat Buffalo and give them their best shot. And it's hard to bring that specific type of energy every single week. I would also say that if Tim is presenting this theory, that would kind of spit in the face of his other theory that the Bills are soft. I think the Bills are soft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do believe that. Are, are you soft there, Waterman? No, I, I do think the Bills are soft, but uh, you know, they showed some poise winning today, and I give them some credit for that. They Okay, let's, let's talk Buffalo for a second. 
They played like trash and <laughs> destroyed. How is it? You watched all the Browns game last week when they played the Dolphins, Gary. And how is it that their offense looks unstoppable for the first eight minutes of every game? Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand it. Uh, I mean, Jacoby Brissett was like really just tossing some beautiful passes in the first quarter of this game. I mean, he had one play uh, where he hit Amari Cooper like right on the sideline. I think it was a third down. And he just like pinpoint ball placement right over the corner shoulder, dropped it right into a bucket. You know, he had an opportunity even where uh, their second drive where they settled for a field goal, he had back-to-back passes to different tight ends where he just put it right off their hands Mm -hmm. and they could not catch it. Um, So yeah, I don't know. Cause then, then they just never had another good possession until the fourth quarter, Uh, which just some weird stuff with like the utilization of Amari Cooper. I think like he had seven or eight receptions heading into the half and then did not catch another pass until garbage time. So I, I don't really know what their offensive strategy at that point was just not involving their best non chub player. Um, I, I don't get it. I, they're, they're a bad team. I mean, that's, that's their, their defense is horrendous. Yeah. Especially though. I mean, when the bills are gashing you on, when the bills can't pass and Josh Allen can't complete a pass, that's like, Everything under 10 yards just was completely off the mark to start that game. They're like, you know what we can do? Give the ball to Devin Singletary. He's going to rip these guys. That doesn't work against anyone, apparently against the Browns. And you can say it's a scripting issue in a way. Like, oh, because I remember the Trubisky Bears were like that with Matt Nagy, where they would come out and like their first 20 plays look great and they were terrible. But the Browns don't seem to be doing anything differently throughout the course of the game. It's just Brissett is so on point for the first 10 minutes. And then like he has no clue what he's doing after that. Uh, it's a very fair point. I don't know what they're doing either. Uh, very dispiriting to see them play such good footballs, 10-6. It really feel like they've got the game uh, in their hands. Yeah, do you remember what you said? I said that Buffalo was being smothered by the Browns in their defense. And then the <laughs> and they didn't on. make a stop the rest of the game. Uh, that was tough. Oh, boy. Uh, I, the Vikings, though, this is the second worst game I've seen them play this year. Their worst game was the game they beat the Dolphins in, uh, where I think they got three first downs yeah. and won the game. Yeah, the Skylar Thompson they, game. They had seven consecutive three and outs to start that game. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what the Jets did the entire game. The entire game. T- Tim was getting – Do you think so- Skylar Thompson's a better quarterback than Zach Wilson? A hundred percent. The fellow they the Rams brought out. I want him. Yeah, what was his name? Give me that guy. Oh, God, what was his name? I don't know, but he, give me him. He was fun he for, was, like, the first, like, yeah. three plays that we watched him. Perkins. Perkins. Give me Perkins. That – you know what? That was that was funny because that was my exact thought sort of like watching Red Zone because they would cut from the Jets game to that Rams game and they would show Perkins like moving around in the pocket and then scrambling for 14 yards. And you're like, that guy can do that. How, how are, why can Zach not even do that? Well, we were we had the Saints game on the Saints and Rams. Just we we decided Washington and the Texans are usually the one o'clock slates laptop game or just not on gaming. We'll catch it in the red zone if anything happens in this game. And they were playing each other this week, so that really worked out well. We decided to bite the bullet and go Rams Saints on the TV, and we saw Stafford on the sidelines. Like, oh man, Stafford got hurt. I guess, and Tim was like, oh, I sure love John Walford. It's like John Walford inactive for the game. It's like, who the hell was the Rams next up quarterback? It's like, it's this guy. I liked him. Then we all had to Google who he was. I liked him. I thought he was good. He was, he was okay. <laughs> Five for 10, yeah. 64 yards. I still, 39 I'm still on the puzzling ground. through Gary's question about the best NFC quarterback. I think it's a very good question. It's hard. It's, like, it's a, and I guess, again, to circle back to the Vikings, day? that's kind of like, that's my point is you're going to get into games in the playoffs where you never think, like, j- just if you were to ask someone in a vacuum, like, do you think Kirk Cousins will be favored in a playoff game? You'd be like, ugh. 
that's not a proposition I really want, but head to head quarterback matchup. Like, I don't know if there's anyone legitimately better than Kirk cousins, in the NFC. Like there are probably guys who are better, but are they so obviously better that it, it, I have to hold it against the Vikings in a particular game. Not really. Maybe there, there just isn't any quarterback. Yeah. It's a lot of maybes, maybe Dak, maybe Brady. Well, this was a topic that I wanted to hit on for the next part of the show. But first off, the people need to know who is not scoring the first touchdown on Monday night football. Monday night, that is Cardinals. And Niners, Mexico City. Uh, it will not be Kittle. Okay, what about tonight? Um, it will not be uh, Carter. That's good. He's, he's no longer a starter, so that's a good call. That's, that's a very like. safe play. Although, well, I wonder what his odds are now. They're probably like 50 to M- 1. Might be something. pretty good right I, now. I, I bet McKitty me Timbers. <laughs> First touchdown the moment Everett was ruled out. So there you go on that front. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Gary and I was talking to a Dolphins fan. I, I'm, I'm going back out in the world. We have more babysitters to watch the kids. So we can intermingle with our friends once again. And I saw a guy that I haven't seen in ages. Big Dolphins fan. I talked to him very drunkenly for like 30 minutes about Tua last night. And what his expectations are about the Dolphins. I... I felt like he was a lot like you, like the three Dolphins fans that I have in my life. I feel like they're all pretty realistic about the outcome for the Dolphins. And like the two and on army, who Tim seems to think is every Dolphins fan, is you know, a little bit crazy when it comes to this stuff. But it really hit home that he said cheering for the Dolphins isn't fun. 
And I was like, well, do you think in the past 20 years it would have been better to be a Bills fan or a Dolphins fan? He's like, probably still a Dolphins fan because they were like, okay, a lot of the time. But he said the biggest thing about this year and why Tua is fun and why this team is fun is that they can be down by like 14 points and they're not automatically like, you don't need to turn off the TV. They might come back from that deficit. He said that's such a big change over any team they've had in the past 20 years. I mean, so again, I, I mean, you guys know this, but anyone who doesn't know, I was born in 1992. The Dolphins have not had a top five offense since 1995. <laughs> so basically throughout the entirety of my lifetime, I've never had a fun Dolphin team. There have been Dolphin teams that are, you know, they make the playoffs. There's been a couple that have won the division, but they tend to do it you know, through defense, through special teams, through sheer luck. And then they get their comeuppance in the playoffs, as we already discussed. So, yeah, this is it's a new phenomenon for me. I, I, I've i never cheered for a team that had an explosive offense. I think anything um, short of like the AFC championship is a is a disappointing season. See, no, no, one, no Dolphins no, fan I do feels think, that way. Anything short of it? going to the NFC t- AFC title game is a disappointment for this team. If they win a playoff game, I'll be happy. That's... That's my expectation right now. I mean, heck, I, I'm still every time like the Bengals win or even today when the Jets lost and now created a situation where the bunch of six and four teams in the AFC, I'm like, oh, the Dolphins could still definitely miss the playoffs. Like that's very much on the table. Like, you know, and the thing I think that's that's really sort of weird about the Dolphins, too, is and, and I posed this question to a couple people earlier this week and the answers were pretty funny. Um if you can't say Ricky Williams, who's been the most fun Dolphins offensive player of the last 20 years? Other, like, uh, not including this year? Yeah, like, b- prior to this year, who was the most fun Dolphin offensive player if you can't say Ricky Williams? Chris Chambers? <laughs> Ronnie, yeah. Ronnie Brown? Ronnie Brown? Ronnie Brown might be the other answer, yeah. Cleo Lemon? Ronde Gadsden? Yeah. His son plays for Syracuse. Makes me feel really old. Lamar Smith? Uh, yeah, sure. Lamar Smith. Yeah, it hasn't been great. Yeah, that but, one but, game. But but his, but his point was like, we, we had like Jay Fiedler and all these quarterbacks that are low-end game managers, essentially. No one who can like actually win you a game. Because context came down to it. I was like, do you think two was actually any good? And I, I think I, the, all of that stuff that was kind of circulating around the scouting report that came out about Tua this week. I think it was Greg Cassell who did it. Basically said that he needs an offense designed around him like Drew Brees had designed around him. Like something to tailor to his skill set. And they actually Oh, the, uh, the Ben Solak? The Ben Solak figure you're talking about? Yeah, but it was it was someone who, like, it, coming out of Alabama, they had, like, the Burrow oh, write-up okay. and the sure. Tua write-up, and that's what it said. And that's what you're seeing right now. It's like it's a high-accuracy offense. It allows for big plays, but it's basically just timing, getting fast guys into open space. Makes a lot of sense to me. But if you just put him on the bills, I don't think he would be any good. <laughs> it's It really is the sort of, like, strangest phenomenon you could possibly imagine because, I mean, you I was on this show before the season started, and you guys asked me if I thought Tua was any good, and I said no. Um, and you thought you asked me if I thought he was going to be good this season. I was like, yeah, but even if he is, it's going to be a product of Mike McDaniel. And I don't think anyone could have expected, like, he he's basically gone from guy who everyone was like, he shouldn't even be a starting quarterback in this league to someone who's now second in MVP odds. And whether or not either of those conversations was fair, 
is a different story, but that's the actual narrative surrounding him right now. He's basically gone from the worst QB to having the best statistical season of any quarterback in the league. So again, it's, I mean, this is the thing we talk about with the, you know, and I'm Jeff talks about it a lot, but the constant comparison of Tua to Herbert is really the thing that hurts Tua the most. Like, Dolphins fans shouldn't be out here arguing that he's elite. He's not elite. Is he a top 10 quarterback? Probably. Because a lot of quarterbacks suck. That's that's really kind of the debate here. Um, but instead of, like, getting to play this season pretty well and everyone being like, oh, wow, two had a really nice season, suddenly he's vaulted into the MVP conversation, which has now made him, again, like, a target for criticism because he can't win the MVP, which I understand, but it's just like, He's playing so well, it's almost to his detriment in a public perspective. He's like an incredible figure when it comes to just how certain players are interpreted through the media. He's he's a fascinating case study. I can't Brandon wait. Marshall is the answer to the question. Yeah, Brandon Marshall's asked. a lot of fun too. I can't wait or to see. Right, what about Lois Einhorn? <laughs> this Dolphins <laughs> team reminds me a lot of the early and mid-2000 Colts, which were a precision flash speed offense that when they get outdoors in the cold, that is probably not going to work. That's but I think that's who I, they I think look that like. Everyone feels that was the same thing my friend brought up last night. Was like I, he's like I'm scared of these AFC East games. I'm scared when it gets cold out how this is going to look. He's like, but they might be all right when they go to Buffalo, when they go to Lambeau, when they play outdoors at like Kansas City or Nashville. Like what's going to happen? I it feel that, like that was the funny thing that I found about that specifically that game they beat the Bills. So much of the conversation the next day was. Well, if you play that game in Buffalo, Miami doesn't win. It's like, yeah, because there'll be a foot and a half of snow. Why doesn't Miami get to use their home field advantage? Like, wh- why is suddenly sure. that the detriment? And I guess it's because once you get to the winter, there are going to be more places like exactly. Buffalo. But, exactly. Oh, my but God. But at this point, guess what's I tre- mean. Guess what's trending on Twitter right now? Sorry to cut you off, Gary. No worries. It's cut Melvin Gordon. I wonder who's <laughs> tweeting about that. Gee. <laughs> he hasn't yet. This this has to be the happiest. We got Chargers on Sunday what did night Melvin football. Do? Did you like need him? the Chargers to lose to cash your parlay for the week. So the Chargers are most definitely going to win. So you're going to get a Sunday night football win for the Chargers. Melvin Gordon. Is he fumbling in at a big spot? I guess so, yeah. Argos might win the Grey Cup. What a night for Jeff. Oh, my goodness. Jeff was going after uh, the Buffalo Bills, like, social media department earlier this morning, too. Because they said it was, like, Buffalo versus everyone, and he got very mad. <laughs> oh, I saw that. He's just yeah. like, everyone loves the Bills. Like, I, I don't know. It was just very weird. Just like, that's what, it's like 50, some kid making, like, 50K who's working on Sunday for their social media team just thought it was, like, you know, a catchy little phrase. Like, Adam to the list, Paul. Adam to the yeah, list, Paul. Bill, social media guy, is now on Jeff's biggest rival list. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should give no, a programming did. update. Uh, me, you, and Tim, or me, you and Tim, me, you, and Jeff are going to have the Thanksgiving Day spread pick show Monday night. Tomorrow night, that's going to be a separate show from the regular pick show, which is still on. That'll be out on Wednesday morning. Sub to the newsletter down in the description in order to get on that list with the secret link. And... We will be live. Gary, and I don't know if you knew this or not, but me and Tim will be in studio. Jeff, Cam, and Rob will be on the line Thursday morning, Thanksgiving morning, live on Mayo Media Network at 10 a.m. Eastern for a special crossover best bet show for Thanksgiving Day only. We'll still have the normal best bet show. 
with just Rob, Cam, and I uh, for that comes out afterwards. You can download on podcast. The only place you can get this, if you're listening to the podcast right now, will be live on the video on Mayo Media Network, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Thanksgiving. When you want to get the fuck away from the family, you tune into Mayo Media Network, okay? Sub right now. Smash the like while you're here as well. If you're listening to the podcast, rate and review. Five what? Five stars. Five stars. Yeah, you want five-star reviews. Four stars or fewer, you can't even watch a show. Not available well, to that's, you. That's great, too, though, that show, because isn't there, like, beef between the, the pick show and well, the uh, no, spread show? no, not from us. Well, according to Rob, like, Tim, might, Tim might not even make it to the uh, Yeah, Jeff and I show. may disappear. No, there's, no, there's no beef here. All we said was that it's funny that we don't get the lines all the time that we want, and that turned into a uh, – listen, I'm waving the white flag here. Uh, there's no beef here. There's no beef here at all. I'm a big fan of that show. No, no beef. So before we guess the lines, I wanted to try to run through this quickly. I thought we, we got talking about the Jets and Tua for a lot longer than I expected. But this Shocking. is the topic that came up because of the Tua conversation. Because when I talked to him, I was like, minute left, no timeouts. You need to either get the field goal range or score a touchdown. Do you trust Tua? He's like, no, I don't. But I do touch Tyree Kill. Can you let me finish the fucking Yasmin? Let me ask the question. So, Gary, and I asked us to make top five lists of who would be the five most trustworthy quarterbacks, in your opinion, today on that list. You just plop them onto a team. You're like, here are the five quarterbacks I would want in this specific situation. I want to hear from you people, too, in the comment section about this. I think one and two are the easiest to fill out here. Yes. It's Mahomes and yes. Allen. You yeah. know. Brady won. 100% Brady I, won. I would say Mahomes. 100% Mahomes, Brady Allen, Brady. Mahomes, too. For that one minute, to get, like it has to be Brady. As long as he's healthy and playing, he's been the best who's ever done it in the history of football. He did it again the other week. Uh, it's Brady one. I mean, that, that, two, Packers defense, that Packers defense kind of let I him know, do his thing in that game. But he's done it a million times, Gary. I, in my opinion, it's going to be Brady one. He's, he's on my list. I, I just, two, I'm with I, I, number one and two are, the, are, are some I'll take combination Brady every of Mahomes time. and Allen. I'll take Brady And, and the, re- the reason why I think it's Mahomes and Allen over Brady at this point is just even watching Allen do it last week. And I know that Gabe Davis catch probably shouldn't have stood. But, like, if he needs to throw the ball 70 yards, he can. So, so can Mahomes. Brady can't anymore. And, and even just at, mobility. Even at, yeah. And like he can, Josh Allen and Mahomes can take off forty yards down the field if they need wow. to. That would be my top three, and then number Th- that's four my top three as would well. Rodgers so four. I had Rodgers at four as well, and then five. Eh, five is trickier. I had Herbert at five. I still had Herbert on my list too. Hmm. It's it's all like uh, like it's not Lamar, it's not Hurts. It could be Lamar. It's just mm. we've seen them in these circumstances. Like it's a lot. They're a lot like Tua in this sense. Like they're designed for the offenses that they play in. <sighs> When it's schoolyard play, like Kyler's actually someone I might put on that list. Yeah, I I thought a a lot. Stafford's another Mm -hmm. one. Like you need to have such a big arm to get down the field quickly in a pinch. Yeah, I thought a lot about Kyler because I think when you remove Kyler from that offense, but I would say I had this. I had a similar sort of thought process with Lamar, where get him out of a Greg Roman system, plop him into just generic offense A and have him run around and make schoolyard plays. I think he can do it. I just don't think he's asked to do it that much with the Ravens. Uh, in the end, I still had Rodgers come in at number five on my list over Lamar, but I would say Lamar was my number six. I'll take and then Burrow. Kyler I, I, was probably seven. I'll take Burrow. I, I had Burrow and Herbert as like no. my star with number five. I'll take Burrow at five. And, and yeah, I, I think it but comes... But Herbert's great, and that, that's a fine... That's fine but but I, I think it comes down to... I think there's a big difference between you have two timeouts and two minutes left versus no timeouts and one minute left, and you have to go to the This field. is going to sound the, stupid. I think Burrow's cl- like just better suited to the moment. Oh. And I, that's not a dig against... Herbert, like we've seen Burrow in big games do it, 
really haven't seen Herbert. I mean, Herbert had games. that great drive against the Raiders last season yeah, to get phenomenal, that game phenomenal. But they didn't win the game, and like anyway, I, I you could go argue me. You could argue with square, argue it round. I, I'm with you. Put it this way: if this was two years ago, I would have put Russell Wilson on that list. Mr. Limited. Yeah, Mr. Limited. Wasn't, Mr. Uh, Limited. Wasn't looking great. And, like, should we still have Rodgers on that list? Yes. I, I think we should. Green Bay's problems yeah. are not – look, if Green Bay wants out of that contract, <laughs> give them to me and I win the Super Bowl. Give them to me That's and I win the Super what, Bowl. What do you want him to say to Green Bay, Tim? Give – Peace. Give it's, a, been, it's been swell. Oh, no. He was saying, bye-bye. Yeah. Come uh, to us and you win a Super Bowl. Someone mentioned uh, – Someone just mentioned Fields, and I don't think Fields is there yet, but he was my he's like I've been talking about this now for like the past month. His progression is Josh Allen. Of what we saw Josh Allen the first two years is what Fields is doing now. He made bonehead throws, but he's a fucking gigantic arm and he fucking trucks people, man. Yes, but he, there's one big that, problem. He's not any good. No, he doesn't <laughs> win any games. Since they've gone to this new offense, as exciting as it's been, they've lost all of these games. All of well, them. He looked he looked really beat up this at the end of that game. Looks, and it's, it, 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 there is a conversation. And I know this was like a big point of contention when Trey Lance went down in week two, like how much can you reasonably design runs for a quarterback before they get hurt or before just the risk of injury gets too high. And fields has taken like 20, 25 hits a game the last three weeks. And it looked like it was starting to accumulate there. His stiffest challenge is this week. If he does it again against the jets defense, I think he's a great matchup for the Jets defense, though, just like he was against the Patriots. I am concerned just, about it. It's everything the Jets do well isn't what Justin Fields. We don't does well. open field tackle very well. No, that is a real weakness. And like, what's Sauce going to do? Shut down Mooney too? Yeah, that's great. a concern. But nevertheless, this is a, it's a marvelous challenge for him to play the, to the Jets in this spot. No. Oh, that that throw he missed to Mooney though was such a Josh Allen <sighs> year yes. two miss. Yeah, I, I immediately also thought of Josh Allen in that moment. I'm rooting for Fields. I like Fields a lot, but like. He still doesn't win any of these games. So, like, uh, shout out to Kyle Rayner. He just won the PME Open. Fryermouth ended up catching a whole bunch of passes on like the last drive, and boom, big winner. Shout out Kyle. Enjoy your five grand. Smash the like while you're here. We'll give you a soccer clap. And now it's World Cup, Cup time. Uh, Custla, we won. I won money on Ecuador this morning. Gary and his. Oh, you Cust- didn't fall for the fix? No, Cust was very big on uh, Cutter, so I-, I went the other way on that one. I was. I think the U.S. are free money tomorrow too. Oh, here we go. Against Wales. There we go, Wales. Wales. All right, so let's guess the lines. Gary, would you like to participate in guessing the week 12 lines, or would you like to be the reader? I'll, I'll participate if that's okay. Okay, yeah, no, we, we would love for, to have you. Paul will be the reader, although we, as as Cust has said before, uh, Paul has said before, his out loud reading skills, not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have to read very much. You have to say the teams? I don't have to read any, like, sentences or anything. Um... People have complained that you and I always pick last, and that gives us a big advantage. So we're going to go in a three-man rotation. Sure. So I will start off guessing first, and then Tim. That's the way that it will go. Go me, you, Gary. Okay. And that will be the rotation. Okay? Let's go. Thursday, Thanksgiving football. We've got a Buffalo Bills at the Lions. Bills by eight and a half. Bills by ten. Bang. Cussed. Gary doesn't even get to pick. How many Bills fans do we think just camped out for the week and are going to both games? <laughs> I mean, they can't even go home. There's like they had to like yeah. do to get snow, there. They yeah. can't even get in. The I, 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 there's nothing more out. Buffalo Bills than the fans shoveling out who was the to, to Gilliam out of his house. 
It's amazing. <laughs> it's a great moment. What a Bill's sweet Mafia story. Is the best. Once again, we're going to have our Thanksgiving pick show and be live Thanksgiving morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Mayo Media Network. In case you missed me saying that a little bit earlier, sub to the channel, set the reminders, and boom, it'll be good to go. Paul, next game. We got the New York Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. Tim. Cowboys by seven and a half. Garyon. Cowboys by seven. Is it higher or lower? Cowboys by nine and a half. Cowboys by eight. I win. Oh, another one. Gus, two and oh to start off. All right. New England Patriots at the Minnesota Vikings. Garyon. Vikings by three and a half. Vikings by three. Boom. Ah! That's interesting. I mean, I guess bounce back. I mean, they're playing the Patriots. I mean, we all kind of agree the Patriots are secret garbage, right? Oh, they, yeah, they, oh, they, yeah. were, they it, might make the playoffs. I'm not saying that they won't. Their defense is legit. Their are. offense also sucks. Yeah, I'm part of the Jets' poor performance today. I have to credit the, the Patriots. They obviously played marvelous defense. All right. We go into Sunday. We've got Houston at Miami. Houston at Miami. Miami My- coming off of a bye. Yeah, and Houston just got waxed. Now they're on the road. They play terrible. Miami by 12 and a half. Miami by 14. It's probably lower. Garrett? Miami by 10 and a half. Miami by 12. So I get it. Wow. I think that's the biggest Dolphin spread of my life. Uh, yeah. It might be, be, actually. Wow. Yeah. Houston looks so bad. But, hey, Carolina covered against Baltimore today. Yeah, it's true. We didn't talk about Baltimore at all, but they look fucking sad. That's their first really, really bad game of the year. But they won, so good for them. All right, we got, uh, speaking of which, we got the Baltimore Ravens at Jacksonville. Oh, Saxonville coming off a bye. Tim, it's on you. Always get extra credit. Um, Baltimore by six. Garyon? Baltimore by five. We're favored today by 12. I'm going to say Baltimore by four and a half. Boom. Pat nailed it. Wow. You could have made that eight and a half, and I would have believed it. No We're credit. Not gonna lie. No They've credit. been giving, like, Jacksonville. Oh, they do. They give Jacksonville. Tim said it. They give Jacksonville I credit thought I was going way week. low, and I was and like, no, we're close to low enough. That's a bad team in Jacksonville Wowzers. Right yeah, they are a strangely public team. Are, are we thinking that Baltimore, like Baltimore still might win the AFC? They showed their schedule today. They have like one game left. Yeah, they have no team. more hard games. They play Cincinnati. They're, They're still never they trailing the in any time. game, even if they don't look good. Yeah, and like Lamar was sick coming into this game. Andrews was hurt in yeah. this game. Like the receiver, they were throwing to absolute. Demarcus Robinson had like 12 catches or something crazy like that. He was the Chiefs' fifth receiver last year. He's their number one now. Yeah. That's so, yeah. Tough. All right, next game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Cleveland Browns. Gary, and this one's on you. Ooh. Uh, Tampa by four and a half. Tampa Bay by four. Tampa gets extra credit. Tampa by six. Tampa by three. Three, yeah. Ooh, it's me. I'm up four, two to zero here. Way off. I guess it wasn't just me going last of why I was winning. Next up. Yeah, it's me. All right, we got the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, boy. They are heading to take on the Washington Commanders. The resurgent Ooh. Washington Commanders? Yeah. The game's in Washington or game's in Atlanta? in Washington. It's on me first. By the way, uh, first future bet that hits, Atlanta. More than four and a half wins Yay. on the season. And they pulled a Feinberg today. They did. Bears against the spread, Atlanta money line. So, boom. Oh, there we go. It. Um... Three or two and a half. 
Atlanta loves getting credit. I'm going to say Washington by three. Boom. Yeah. Pat's, Pat's yep. been doing his homework. Has Potentially. He? Potentially. You were next to me all day. I know. I know. Teasing you. <laughs> all right. We got the Bengals at the Titans. Okay. Well, Ooh. the Bengals have to be favored because the Titans get no credit. They ever. do get no credit. So Not I'll say two against the spread, by the way, the Titans. Bengals by one and a half. Boom. Really? Yeah. Out of the game. Wow. Gotta be. I, 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 I was going to guess Titans no, by two. Titans cannot be favored in games, and if they're at home, they're favored by like one against a bad team. Wow. I, I was going to give them a point, but wow, that is no. that is a – Can't be done. Wow. They, they love the Jaguars, and they hate the Titans. Hey, who wins Group E, Germany or Spain? Oh, I uh, I love Spain in that. Oh, sorry. Germany. All hail, all hail the Red Fury. You did that on purpose. No. <laughs> all hail the Red Fury. Next game. We got Denver at Carolina. Ugh. Super that's Bowl an ugly rematch. game. That's a game that will be on your yeah, other that, screen. That is the laptop. Well, it's Thanksgiving, so you won't yeah, have... There's no buy it. There's no teams on buy yeah. The yeah. Super Bowl 50 rematch. Uh, I will say Broncos by one. Uh, Broncos by two and a half. Boom. Broncos by two and a half it is. Okay. That's getting bet down, by the way. That'll be pick them by the time Sunday comes. Nobody wants on Denver. No one can bet on Denver. Nobody wants, no one to, wants bet to bet on Denver. No, I'm saying people bet on Carolina. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll right. come down. You're right. You're right. Next game. All right. We got uh, the Raiders at the Seahawks. Raiders at the Seahawks. Seahawks by six. Now what's not going to be? No, That's no. a bad pick. Uh, Seahawks by three and a half. Boom. Top cat. Nails it. You notice when I win, I hit him exactly. It should be worth something. <laughs> you, you should get double points. For oh, maybe we the, can institute that rule next week. And then if Although you're closer, I'd, you I'd, gotta, I'd still have zero. Yeah, you would still have zero. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's six to four <laughs> for me, by the way. That's fine. Yeah, one point. That's what we should do going forward. One or half a point for. No, one for the win, but one two for the for win, exact. two for perfect. Yeah, but if you go, it's third, like horseshoes. You if, get you if, get extra points for the ringer. If like, do you get more points if you're first to go and hit it mm. rather than third Ooh. to go because there's two off now the it's board already? Yeah, we'll have to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna be a hard. I'm driving a fucking. Paul can't read and do math at the same time. Well, I'm not writing down anything. That could be a three-two-one situation. Next one. All right, we got the Chargers at the Cards. Chargers at the Cards, and Tim, you're up first. Okay, we haven't seen the Cardinals yet. Although I think, I think they put up a good performance tomorrow night. Um. It's at Arizona, sorry? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Chargers by two and a half. Gary. Hmm. I would say Cardinals by two. I'm going to say Chargers by two. Chargers by three. Oh, Tim gets it. Wow. But, like, if they get completely blown up. Or they win, then it goes Both teams the haven't way. played yeah. yet, so it's a tough line to guess. Yeah, they're both, both teams still have to play, obviously. I could have went the other half point the other way. Didn't do it. All right, we got the Saints at the Niners. Oh, my God. Okay. Go ahead, Garyon. Uh, San Francisco by nine and a half. San Francisco by eight. San Francisco by seven. San Francisco by eight and a half. Ooh. Garyon? For Pat. No, Pat. Oh, okay. I thought Garyon had it. Sorry. I had nine and a half. I had oh, you had a half. Sorry. I had I'm sorry. Eight. Went All right. So seven to five to zero. You're doing it's great. His, it's his it's your first time. time. It's yeah. his first time. Um, you Green can't, Bay can't last long on your first time, you know, especially when you got a Zoomer Zach two two point two incher over there. <laughs> we got the Green Bay Packers at the Philadelphia Eagles. <sighs> your game that was going to win you all the money. Yeah, I know. Can't do it now. Uh, Eagles by Titans look terrible. They're coming off of the mini by. We're just favored by six and six. Drop down to six. Indianapolis. Eagles by seven and a half. Eagles by 
five. Eagles by six. Garyan wins. He doesn't get on the nose. Eagles by six and a half. Garyan, you're on the board. You're on the board, Garyan. Thanks. That doesn't help me. And Monday night football, we we got the Steelers at the Colts. We missed missed a game. Okay, Steelers at the Colts, and it's you first? Yes, but we missed the Jets-Bears. We haven't talked about that. That's right. Yeah, that's not on the – oh, because Fields went – Fields looked like injured. Oh, so that's off the yeah. board. That's not on the try board. Try to find us a line. I'll try on to find, try to find us a line. But you're up now. on this one. What was the game? Also, they don't know who's starting for the Jets, probably. Steelers at Colts. Steelers at Colts. Oh, my God. Oh, my gracious me. Well, it doesn't really matter who's starting a quarterback for the Jets, let's be honest. No. Colts by one and a half. Gary? Colts by two and a half. I'll say pick them. Sorry, yeah, Gary got it on the nose. Hot oh. fire on the, the primetime slates there. Just needed the primetime games. So, Gary steals your point, so you cannot catch me. I wonder what the Jets game should be. Well, let's try to let's, let's, let's throw that out. Let's where, where is that game? It's in New York. It's in, it's, I'm just going to say Jets by two and a half. I mean, you got a six and four. I got three one. And eight. I got a line here. Okay, I'll guess. Jets by two and a half is my guess. Jets by four. Boom. I was going to say, oh, there you go. Jets you, by you four. You were talking earlier they were going to be underdogs. In uh, I was game. depressed. You can't make a three and eight team uh, shorter than a field goal. I love the Bears. Depends. Uh, depends. You, say it's, you say it's four? Yeah. Depends if Fields plays. I mean, I, fields, yeah, if Fields like isn't playing, yes, I don't on, love like, If Fields plays, I love the plus four. Although they might score eight defensive touchdowns against Fields. Well, Gary, and thank you for coming on. No problem. Fresh off your uh, hot performance for the Raptors last night because they have no players left. Mm-hmm. They, had to, they had to sign you to a, a 10-day contract. Yep. It was great. Uh, learned a lot. Now I can use the term we. It's great. <laughs> like Jeff. Exactly like Jeff. Do you have Raptors tracksuits that you can wear as you walk down the sidelines? At courtside, like Jeff wears tra- Chargers suits. I, I, I only wish. I only wish I could. Oh, wow. I think our lineup got through in King of the Beach. The Mayo, the Mayo Tambo. Tambo said he would give away 10% of his King of the Beaches peach winnings on lineups that we built on the show. So he allocated one of his five. If it gets through and finishes top three next week in like the final, uh, and it qualified. So someone out there in, in Run Pure Sports and PME land, Tamo might give you uh, 10 grand if he ends up winning. Wowzers. Yeah. It's not bad. Not bad. So we got the lineup through. That's fantastic news. That means that he's probably not on the show this week. I think it's an off week and then you go. Anyway, he's going to San Diego. Anyway, that him. will do it. Any any final thoughts on anything this week? Anything that we missed, which was most likely. We tried to program the A block, but there's fucking nothing to talk Dallas. about. Dallas. Dallas, yeah. Dallas crushes. Yeah. Jets. And then <laughs> winner, winner of Chiefs, Chargers, gets some buzz. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about this, too. There were a bunch of bad games today. Yeah. In those games, it's almost like, like the Dolphins are crucial to fun slates. Oh, we didn't do Rams. We didn't do Someone just mentioned. We didn't do Rams, Chiefs. Oh. Which is apparently a game. But probably because they don't know who's playing quarterback for the Rams. That's probably true. Yeah. It's the same logic you had if they play. I just log into DraftKings Sportsbook and run through the table. I I understand What was the name of that Rams QB again? Uh, Powell? No, Perkins. Perkins. Phil Perkins. (laughs) That same strategy you had when the the Titans played Malik Willis. If Perkins plays, the Rams have an excellent chance to cover that spread. Off the The board. The exact same logic. At one book. Um, let's see if these guys have it. Oh, people are logging into the chat right now. It's like, who's scoring? 
who's scoring the first touchdown. Andre Carter, but it's like, I didn't even bet that one. Who yeah, is going to score the first No, no, I, I, I know. I, you shouldn't have said it. I said you should fucking tune in earlier, you pieces of shit. I mean, I think Mike Williams will score the first touchdown. <laughs> hmm. Four people, if people come in so, late and ask for who's not going to score the first touchdown, don't tell them. They should be banned they go for fuck li- themselves. They should be banned for life. <laughs> All right, I think we, we close yeah, up shop I here. Can't... I believe Sunday Night Football is about to start. No line on the game? No, no. N- nowhere. That There's makes no sense. Line. All right. Well, Garyan, thanks for being on. At Garyan Thorne on Twitter. Properly verified on Twitter, mind you. Yeah, I'm a, uh, what is it, a, an influential person in media politics or something else. <laughs> Always remember that, Tim. Uh, I, there's not a day that goes by that I forget. Nick Mullins also verified. Nick Mullins got to play today. Uh, you know what? They switched that game off our feed, and we were like, yeah, don't need to watch this anymore. See you Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes, Thanksgiving, 10 a.m. Eastern on Mayo Media Network, live for the best bets. And we'll have a special Thanksgiving show Monday evening with Cust, myself, and Jeff. So tune into that, sub to the channel, smash the like, sub to the newsletter, and rate and review the audio podcast. All right, let's go win some money on Sunday Night Football. I'll see you next time. Experience. Experience.